Hello, friends. So for today's County Report podcast, we have special guest, Precinct 1 Commissioner Wendy Spivey. How you doing today, Commissioner? I'm doing great. How about you, Michael? I am outstanding. You are um, our final piece, our last interview. We've been doing a series of interviews introducing the members of Commissioner's Court, and we saved the best for last. (laughs) I'd like to think so. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so before we get started, we want to let people know a little bit about who you are and and your background uh, before we get into some of the more um, technical questions about your, your precinct. So why don't you tell people who you are? Well, I am a sixth generation from Crossroads area. Uh, I learned not too long ago that my great-great-grandfather was the mayor of Athens in the late 1800s. Wow. Uh, My grandfather, Leo Kennebrew, was the commissioner in the same precinct as me in the 60s and 70s. And um, I'm the newly elected one. I have a husband of almost 26 years, Jeff Spivey, and we have three wonderful daughters, Sarah, Claire, and Tori. uh, And... I love what I'm doing. I love this job. All right. So now you've got some real roots in this area. Um, Now, who was it? Who was the mayor? It was my great-great-grandfather, Marshall Kennebrew, was the mayor of Athens. Wow. In the the late 1800s. And you're not the first one in your family to be the commissioner either. No, sir. My grandfather, Leo. Uh, and back in the day when he was commissioner, they didn't have the precinct barns where they, like they do now, and they built a barn out back at, at his house, and that's where I grew up. So you actually grew up in what was effectively the precinct one precinct barn. Yes, sir, down that, at Crossroads. That's really kind of cool. Um, all right, and he was the commissioner when? In 1969 through 76. All right. Two terms. Two terms. Um, and you're from the Crossroads area? All my life. All your life. Okay. Well, um, you said it, and we said it earlier, you're, you're actually the most uh, recent addition to Commissioner's Court. You were elected in the last election cycle, so you took office January the, uh, in January. Uh, you've been the, the commissioner for about six months. However... Because of circumstances, you've actually been kind of running the precinct, uh, at least the precinct barn, for a while. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Scotty Thomas hired me in 2014 as his office assistant, and I I loved it. I went to work there, and he, he was a really good boss to look up to, and he taught me a lot. And then Commissioner Hayes came about, and he was a wonderful uh, boss too and I learned a lot from those two guys and uh, when Commissioner Hayes came in he got cancer and got sick so I was pretty much running it for almost a year and then when Commissioner Thomas came back they appointed him to come back to finish his term and then he hurt himself so I ran it for the last year of his term so just kind of moving on up in there and I've I, I really like what I do, uh, but I've learned from two of the best. And so, when we look at your when we look at your tenure, we're looking at you being actually commissioner for six months, but you've actually got quite a bit more experience in the precinct barn, running the actual precinct barn, and doing things like, 
you know, okay, you guys go out and you go like uh, clean out that ditch and you go work on that road and we're going to do this with the trucks and we're going to do all that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. I was, I'm the voice that people would talk to when they would call in every day. That's awesome. And you, awesome. if they'd call and they'd be in a bad mood, I'd always cheer them up before we got off the phone. <laughs> now, that is an important skill for, for a commissioner. Um, okay, but there's, uh, and, and one of the things I find fascinating about commissioner's court is there's two sides of being a commissioner. There's the precinct part, what we often just call the road commissioner, person who takes care of all that, but there's also an administrative and political side of being a commissioner um, on commissioner's court with budgets and, and helping run the county. Uh, and that's a little new for you. That is the new part to me. That's the thing I'm trying to learn the, the most right now. Uh, that is one thing I did not do before when I was just administrative assistant, is come to court and sit up there as a commissioner and do the budgets. So this is all new to me. Um, and you're just now starting the budget process. Um, yes, sir. I think there's been a couple of there's been a couple of workshops. Yes, sir. Too. Too, but but it's still very early in the process because it's a long process, um, and so this will be your first time going through it. It will be. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to learn. Okay. One of the things we didn't mention, and uh, and I think it was important to to say is that. Um, it's been a long time since we've had a woman on commissioner's court here in Henderson County. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm the first woman in 60 years to be elected. 60 years. Yes, sir. So, um, I, and I don't usually get a chance to say this because I am old. <laughs> uh, but that's, so you're the first one in my lifetime. I'm 58 years old. Henderson County has not had a uh, woman on commissioner's court in my lifetime and you're the first so congratulations that's well, really cool well thank you so much which leads me to the question why would you want to be the commissioner <laughs> it's, it sounds like most women are smart enough to dodge that bullet <laughs> well i would have never in my life thought about running for commissioner or even working for the commissioner or even calling the commissioner but once i got my foot in the door and working for the commissioner's office I just fell in love with it and I still did not think about running for commissioner until um, Scotty when Mr. Thomas came back uh, he kind of said you know what you already do this you should run and it still took me eight months to put my name in there because I prayed about it and prayed about it for eight months before I just felt like the good Lord told me you can do this and I'm so glad I did because I just I feel like this is something that I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know if that makes any sense. I think it makes perfect sense. I also think that if Scotty Thomas told me I was supposed to do something, I would probably do it. <laughs> yes, sir. I have a lot of I've, I have a lot of respect for Scotty Thomas for sure. Um, all right. Now I want to move on to talk about precinct one, and one of the things that you know I've learned throughout this um, process of interviewing commissioners that I never thought of before, and I've been covering Henderson County politics for 25 years, never thought of before, is that each one of the precincts has its own sort of personality and its own challenges and its own differences. Um, and there's one for you um, that's really important, and that's your size. Yes, sir. We are the biggest precinct in the county. Now, give me an example 
So give me an example between precinct one and precinct two. Like what's the size difference we're talking about? Okay, precinct one is the largest uh, precinct in the county and precinct two is the smallest. Precinct one has 201,845 acres. 200,000 acres. Yes, and precinct two has 87,000 acres. Not even 100,000. Right. So you're more than double the physical size of precinct two. Yes, sir. Now, the way that happens for our listeners who don't know is the districts, the precincts are actually drawn based on population, you know, so that we have this, you know, each commissioner basically represents the same amount of people Mm -hmm. but that makes a real difference in size Mm -hmm. Um, and precinct two is more populous has gun barrel may bank and and all that area Um, and so where you have crossroads and and we actually have seven cities in precinct one they're just all spread out wow seven cities Mm -hmm. Now, we were talking beforehand, and your precinct, to give people an idea, your precinct goes from Kemp Mm -hmm. on the north side Mm -hmm. all the way down to almost Cayuga on on the bottom of it. Yes, and out to South 19 on the... uh right-hand side of the road going to Palestine. That is a lot of territory to cover. It is. And so that's got to be a real challenge for you when you're looking at, because the other thing is um, commissioners share in the um, budget Budget. for roads. So um, even if you have more roads than another precinct, you you get the same budget. Yes, sir. Um, So tell us a little bit about trying to cover that much area well we've broken it off into uh like we're trying to have some goals and we get out our maps out and we look at the most populated most traveled roads and we're trying to redo those roads first we got a good start on it a couple years ago uh when ken was here and we we did a lot of chip sealing and tearing up the roads and starting over but i did purchase a bow mag this year and we're gonna actually start redoing tearing up the roads re-cementing them and getting them where they'll last more than just a little bit and then have to redo them again so that's a goal of mine if the weather will ever cooperate with me is to start going to those big traveled heavy populated roads and starting with them and redoing them totally yeah so this new piece of equipment um the hope is with that you'll be able to use a different technique on the roads that will make the roads last a little longer. Yes, sir. These roads have probably been here since my grandfather. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Well, and then you, well, beyond the extra mileage and the extra area that's in Precinct 1, all of the roads in the county, um, you know, even the smallest of the precincts can't do all of their roads, even if they were able to try to do them in 10 years, there's no way. No, and then it'd be time to start over. Yeah, I mean, you can't get to every road, and that's why so many of our county roads have patches and things like that, because what you're doing is you're trying to extend the life of the road until you can get out there and do it. Right, and that's what we're doing right now, is trying to catch up on what the rain and the the ice storm has done. It's really tore up the roads. I said if, if some evil imp had like mixed up a potion to ruin county roads they could not have done better than 2021 that's exactly right um, we thought we were getting in pretty good shape the last few years but it's the calls we've been getting it's just they've all fallen apart 
Well, then the it, and it's a double double whammy because our roads were never designed for to deal with what happened during the ice storm, and then trying to run over them and scrape them up with equipment that was never designed to clear roads, mm-hmm. tore them up even more. And then we got all the rain that we've gotten this year. Another big thing for our roads um, around the lake area is new homes coming in. And those trucks are cement trucks are, and construction trucks are just really tearing it up. Because of just how big the trucks are. The, how big the trucks are and how many people are moving here. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've talked about that in some other podcasts about the just boom in, in the is, population. Especially around the lake area. I had my first subdivision come in uh, a few weeks ago. We ran it through court for a preliminary, and that's my first. And it happened maybe once or twice when Ken was here, but when Scotty was here before, none. It's just boom, everybody's moving here. Yeah, yeah, and that's where the prices are skyrocketing, mm-hmm. um, property prices, I think. You know, you don't have to be around too much before you hear someone complaining about what their property values have done mm-hmm. because so many people are coming here. So many people want to live in Henderson County. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that's a real challenge challenge to our, our area. Um, so tell me more when we're looking at the precinct and we were talking about, you know, specific challenges that you have. And we've talked about the roads and things. Um your when I spoke with the county judge, um, we talked about the fact that the county is actually separated into three pretty distinct areas with Cedar Creek Lake, Athens, and Chandler Brownsboro. Um, but your precinct kind of straddles two of them between, because I think Crossroads and Malakoff kind of think of itself more attached to Athens, whereas Seven Points, Tool, Camp up in that area definitely considers itself um, the the lake area. Mm -hmm. So tell me about that challenge. Well, it it is a challenge. uh, And a lot of things like broadband would be good. And the rural areas like Crossroads, they want their cows and their land, and then they want to go in and watch their Netflix and TV and FaceTime and Facebook and stuff. And, And out in the rural part of the county we we don't have very good reception for broadband so that's a challenge that and it's it's a good challenge that's coming for henderson county uh and there's been a lot of new people that move in into the, the lake area very rich people and and they like to have their broadband and stuff too that they had up in the cities so uh that's a challenge that we're facing and i think it's coming soon maybe well hopefully i know that the the county's been working on on trying to figure out how to bring broadband to to the county um, i know the the county judge m- was in a meeting um last week with etcog these texas council of governments looking at some of that kind of stuff yeah it is interesting though you say i mean your your precinct depending on where you are has maybe some of the richest subdivisions in the county at the same time as some of the most rural parts of the county. Yes, sir. There's quite a it's That's quite a better a way to put it, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, there's there's quite a balance there between the two. Um, and you started talking about broadband, which is actually one of those things that we look at with some of the challenges facing the, the county at large, because I think everybody would say, I need faster download speeds. 
um, just because of the way the world's going. I know that um, another thing that you're worried about or you really want to keep an eye on is the bottom line and, and taxpayer the, the dollars. taxpayer dollars, yes, sir. We want to... We want to spend the taxpayer dollars wisely and and talk to them. And I like to get a feel for what people are thinking in the precinct. And I like to talk to the constituents. I'm one of those people that want to be there to talk to people and want to help people. I don't want to go just do thing because I want to do it. I want to do the right thing. That's my motto. I always do the right thing. And I, I want to do what needs to be done the right way for the county and the precinct. Is it is it hard keeping in contact with the precinct? Uh, no, sir. You have your regulars that call quite often, and they know you by first name. But uh, I have some really good constituents in my county, and I'm not going to complain because if they call mad, like I say, I try to get them in a good mood before we hang up. But it's it's a learning process, but it, it's going great. Uh, I went to South Padre to a conference the week before last, and, you know, I've been in the precinct so long. I don't learn a whole lot there, but there's things that I do learn, especially with the this side of it with the budget and the commissioner's court. So it's really good to go to those things. But I just can't imagine a commissioner running for office, winning, and not ever been working there before. It's a big deal. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of things you got to know, and there's a lot of things you can't do or you'll go to jail. <laughs> so I always try not to do anything that's going to put me in jail. That's always a good thing. <laughs> And I think that I think that you're you're bringing up a really good point there, which is that that experience in the precinct, because again, there, there's two different sides yes, of sir. being a commissioner: the the um, the administration of the county budgets, like I know you know dealing with the sheriff's office or the, the district attorney's office and their needs, and how you're going to take care of that, and the uh, ditches and roads of your precinct. Um, one thing we talked about beforehand, but I we skipped past, and I want to like pull it up really quickly before we get out of here is um, when we look again at some of the challenges that you face, particularly in precinct one, that you don't see in other precincts. Is you have the levies? Yes, sir. When you deal with the levies for um, the, the the Trinity River which, um, as anybody on that end of the lake knows, has a tendency to flood. Yes, sir. Just a little bit. Uh, there's been a, quite a few floods in the area where I live in Precinct 1. Uh, there's a hill levee on our property, and it actually broke a few years ago, and the levee board came out and fixed it. Uh, but it, the levees are there. We I do pay taxes on the levee, and uh, I live right down there, right amongst the Trinity River. Right. Well, and that's that's something that happens for those precinct one residents, mm -hmm. and you know the levee board is something that people you know on the other end of the county probably don't even know it exists. That's something else. My grandfather was on the levee board. Well, there you go, <laughs> and that's a perfect way to wrap this up. I think is. Uh, just a reminder that the you, you have some real history here in the county going back to the the, the 1800s, um, and now as the first woman on the commissioner's court in 60 years, adding to your family's legacy. What's it feel like to know that you've done that, and that in 60 years there might be uh, you know some somebody saying, yeah, my Great great grandmother was 
like commissioner. Well, I hope to leave uh, my ancestors with, or my followers and generations with something good about me. I'd love for them to say good things about me like I can my family. Uh, legacy, that's what I want to be remembered for. Uh, and I'm just really happy to be here. I just feel like this is what I need to be doing and where I fit. I've never felt more comfortable in all my life. Well, that sounds great. I can't imagine a better place to wrap this up. Thank you very much for taking some time to talk to us. And, uh, hey, if anybody needs, since you brought it up, if anybody needs to talk to Precinct 1 Commissioner, where would they call? They would call my office at 903-489-1665. And my lady's name is Jennifer, and she'll be happy to get you to me. And one thing before I go, I would like to uh, tell my workers, the guys that work for me and the few women that I have, they do a splendid job, and I couldn't ask for a better group to represent Precinct 1. All right. Well, thank you very much. And Commissioner Spivey, we'll talk to you again later. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me.